But the uh, that's just uh, uh, sparked a memory. Uh, we used my mother and father had a um, a guest house on the island, and uh, we used to get all manner of guests on, some celebrities uh, in in as well. I don't know if you remember a guy called Norris McWhorter. Used to be the Guinness Book know. of Records guy. Um, so he was an absolute mind of information, and he was staying with his wife with us once, and um, there was no other guests in. And they invited us to to come and spend the evening with them, just you know, as if we were guests in their house, kind of thing. Um, and he was quoting all of these facts and figures around Tyree as an island, and in, and in fact, it's the thirty third smallest island around the British Isles. Um, so there you are. That was the one thing that stuck in my head, but um, beyond all the other facts that he was uh, spouting that evening. <laughs> These uh, these characters, and, and that just tells us about hospitality, doesn't it? You know, the people we meet through it, and, you know, obviously in that sense, it was someone who was visiting your parents' guest house. And, but, and that's where I really want to go next is, what is it about hospitality that you love and what makes you want to serve the industry to the extent you are doing now? Yeah, I, I, it's a really great question. And if if I'm allowed to go back in time a little bit, um, I, I've been quite vocal about this. As a teenager, I didn't see the value in hospitality at, mm-hmm. uh, at the time when I was working for my mum and dad. But as a teenager, I didn't see the value in a lot of things. So um, I don't think it's a really good reference point. Um, I, f- I absolutely fell hook, line and sinker in love with the industry when I got my first proper job, I would call mm-hmm. it. Um, I wanted to go and work on cruise ships because I, at the time when I was going into the workforce, I still didn't really have a clue as to what I wanted to do. I just wanted to travel, see a bit of the world, see if that would make you know, ends meet in terms of coming to a conclusion as to what I wanted to do. And, and it was the, the from day one I was in. Just the, the sheer quantity of people that was meeting on a day-to-day basis, the, the opportunity to improve somebody's experience was always something that I didn't really know as a youngster that I take real like I take great energy from elevating people around me's experience and I've kind of taken that forward with me uh, to now so I, that's probably the main driver for me as to to why I just absolutely I can't get enough of hospitality yeah, yeah I'd, I'd the immediate thing that springs to mind when you, you said that was uh, my early career mentors. Uh, I mean, you know, there's a lot talking and uh, talked and written about when it comes to the importance of mentorship. But I mean, I'm, a, I'm an absolute case in point. I, not that I was uh, a bad employee or anything like that, but I, had a, I was lucky when I worked for P&O Cruises that I, I was surrounded by people who just let you be you and then let you make the mistakes that you're going to make and then help you correct them and help you become better and give you your better direction. And a couple of guys earlier in my career, uh, Keith Delamere, uh, David McCarthy, uh, Lee Evans, not the Lee Evans, I have to say, um, and um, Ian Wynne-Smythe, you know, all of these people, Sarah Colley, just shouting out to all the people who kind of helped mould me into... I suppose having a real clearer direction as to who I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. And, and I think without without those, it's very difficult to really, truly 
figure out who you would become, you know? And that's the, the biggest one is, is that you, you kind of, you don't know how good you can be. You know, and when you, if you think about it logically, when you come into any new working environment at any stage in your career, and it doesn't really matter if you're a CEO or a CFO or, you know, C-suite of any kind, but you're coming into a new organization that you don't, you know, you only know what you know from the, the outside perspective. It's a, it's a really vulnerable moment for you as an individual. And so it's, it's, a, it is absolutely pivotal to have good people around you who can help move you in the right direction whether you are just starting out or whether you're you know super experienced and and i think just i i, I just come back to the point if, if i don't have these people i'm probably sacked in my first contract because there was a there was an incident which is a story in itself um that um you know i i mean it woke me up for sure but then i had people around me who obviously saw something in me that i didn't see in myself at that time and they gave me another chance and you know that changed me completely that one that one moment and that was a mistake you know it was a mistake that changed me into i suppose wanting to be somebody who kind of took themselves a, a bit more seriously and actually wanted to to strive forward and a key part of that is that interaction between your staff members and the customer. And if you haven't got the right person, personalities out there, the right attitudes, it's going to negatively impact it. And yes, like I say, you might have that little bit of extra weight of training someone and nurturing them, but the end product is generally a much better end product. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, you've, you've absolutely nailed it for me. I mean, it's a, I suppose everybody's different, right? And you could probably ask a hundred people, yeah. and you get very different answers <laughs> um, depending on the moment of, of time that they're in as well, and their specific requirements. The, I think the key thing is, is if you're if you are going to take an approach of hiring for attitude over um, experience, you've then got to back them up. You know, the, you can't just hang them out to dry and let them get on with it. If there's a shortage in the experience, then help them fill that. Don't just let them go and find it themselves. Yeah. Um, I think there's probably lots and lots. Now, that, maybe this is one of the reasons why, as an industry, we found ourselves in a bit of a pickle with uh, staffing is because on the back of the 2008-9 crash, the industry exploded. And a lot of people were being promoted, perhaps maybe before they were ready, and that's fine. Yeah. We'll maybe talk about the podcast recently, uh, uh, shortly. But one of the things that's come out of that for me is is that a lot of people who've made progress in their career have been given an opportunity that they haven't felt ready for. But the critical thing is is that then the person who's backed them to do that is then backing them up and giving them the resources mm -hmm. to be able to step outside of that comfort zone and not feel completely pressurized, completely out of their depth, stressed. Uh, and I think we maybe weren't very good at that uh, in that period of explosion in the industry whereby we were just promoting people, but then we didn't have the resources to support them. Yeah, and I, I mean, don't forget as well, I think you're, you're lucky at an early age if you really know the thing you want to do. Um, it does happen that without question, Harry Murray, the case in point. Um, but, uh, you know, the vast majority of us, the plan is 
to get, and this sounds really defeatist, but it's to get through the day. You know, the plan is to get to another day where I can try again and make a difference. Or the, the plan is to make sure that I can pay my rent this month or, you know, put food on my table. And so a lot of the time when the early stages of your career went, and this is especially prevalent these days as the, the cost of living is, is where it is, is that the to ask people to have a grand plan when really they're only dealing with the, the problem that's right in front of their face, which is just kind of surviving, uh, if you like, um, the plan will come. The plan will come at some point down the line. But just make sure that if you are doing a job that where possible you, you're doing a job that you at least enjoy, you know, or gives you something uh, or you can see that there's a, you know, there is a path that you could take if you if you really wanted to. And I think that is one of the major joys of hospitality for me is, is that, yeah, you can come in and do kind of, you know, any job that you can think of, not just beyond waiting tables and tending bar and chefing, but, you know, maintenance and marketing and all of these things. You can come in and give that a go and something else might present itself to you while you're there as a as a better route uh, for you and, and what you stand for. <laughs>